Am I kidding me? Tzadik Bala, yeah, you're hiding over here. Come here. Give me a hug. Welcome, 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 welcome. Okay. But also, I have very special, not, it's not guests, I have family that's visiting today. And I'm so honored that they're here. And this is Mamash, my family, since I'm a kid. So I want to just welcome, I'm not going to tell anyone that you're here, but people are here. <laughs> Olivia's in the back, and Shmuel Usher's here. And it was, how many years was, what was the yard site? What year? Uh, seventh year at site of one of my greatest mashpim in my life, Reb Shlomo Yitzchak Ben Moshe. Ben Moshe. His uh, the, the learning should be Le'Elui Hatahara You've heard me speak about him many, many times. So this is supposed to learn together and Davka to learn Rav Ginsburg's Torah together. That's even a double, a, a triple simchatik pages, chaverim, whoever needs. And let's let's have said Dishmaya. And keep on going strong. For those bechaver that have the sefer and that have the pages, please open up the page Lamed Dalid. Lamed Dalid. Hmm? That's exactly where we were, huh? It's insane. It's 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 ridiculous how um how shayach this is. So okay, chaver. Let's let's go. Let's go. Let's go inside. A lot of people like to say they're into the Baal Shem Tov. <laughs> they're into Hasidus. But sometimes we stop ourselves and ask, well, what does that even mean? What does that mean? I wear a gartel? What does that mean? I learn Tanya? What is that? Well, sometimes we have these moments where we stop and we say they have to have, be bold enough to, like, to cry out and say, but Lemaisa, what, what does that actually even mean? To say, I'm into the Baal Shem like the Baal Shem Tov has any type of Real hashpa in my life. This is a question we addressed many times while we're on the trips to Ukraine, specifically sitting in Medjibush and Baal Shem Tov's shul and asking this question. And every time we used to go there, we used to find different nekudas. One time we did a, we did one piece that was very much chozer, that's more very, uh, very strong piece that we said so many times in the name of Rav Kluger, how the Baal Shem Tov added a word into our lexicon. Remember the word that he added into? Adayin. Right, adain, adain law, meaning a person has a choice to look at life and say, I don't have any Yishuv Adas, but the Baal Shem Tov comes and says, just add, add one word, I don't yet have any Yishuv Adas. A couple can look at their marriage and say, I don't have any Shalom Bayis, or they could say, I don't yet have Shalom Bayis. A person can look at themselves and say, I don't have any clarity of what God wants of me, or I could say, I don't yet have any clarity about what God wants of me, and that little, that tiny little, you know, that little word, that little Indian, is mamish davar veipucho, it's a complete, complete flip of a man's whole perspective of how I experience life in this world, right? It's a complete flip, how the whole, fl- whole thing flips over. So to be able to say those words in there, it's like a very... Very, very Chazak Indian. Here, what Rav Ginsburg is going to tell us today is something like another one of these Indianim of realizing what does it mean to hold on to the light of the Baal Shem Tov? What did he prepare for you and I as, 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 a, as the Tzaddik that knew that as, as the moments before Mashiach are coming, Yehush would seem like the norm. Despair would probably feel like the norm. What does the Baal Shem Tov tell us about this? 
And how does it fit in with what we're speaking about here, but trying to rectify and doing a tikkun for this Medina, for this country? And oh boy, does the country need a fixing? Does the country need a tikkun? And how much we need a tikkun as well? So if you look at the bomb. I'm sorry? It's not that there's no Lamedalit on that page? I'm sorry. Is there any, are there any other pages that have Lamedalit on it? There's no Lamedalit. Oh, I'm sorry. I have it. Oh, here, here, here. I have it. Sorry, sorry. These do. These do. Anyone else need? I have over here. Ellie, you have? Okay. Okay, so listen. Whoever, whoever else needs, Dove has it up here, okay? Look at look at this. This is this is this is life. Uh, in my humble opinion, this is life saving, at least for me. Because I actually went home last night, uh, long day here. Went home, a bunch of homework with the kids, which usually is very uh, um, uh, not thrilling. And last night it was like a lifesaver that I could you know plug my mind, in, you know my brain, put my brain into something that just takes me to another place, with like the stuff that I I. Till today, I, I feel like I'm starting to get a rash when I look at algebra, right? My daughter's in seventh grade, my second daughter. Or is in algebra, and I'm like, you know, and last night it was like, wow, I'm a prachim, like flowers, you know? All the numbers and the equations and X's and Y's was like, it was like flowers, just because it was a distraction. And then mom, she was like 9, 9.30, I told Bina, I said, I don't know how to tell you this, I'm going to, I'm just going to sleep. I'm just going to sleep, kinafalti. You know, the, the one of the boys from here is the son of Vali. I don't know if you know Vali, Vali Westfall. But Vali's been my sound man here in the frat. For any of the big events here, Vali's the guy that does all the big events here. His son was one of them. He went into, his father went into the army. Three brothers went into the army. And how many, how many, how many Levias have, I, I feel like all of us are like Rabbi Akiva, going to like 63 Levias a day during Sphere Summit. Like, don't stop. It's just like, so Hashem is Baruch, like, okay, please, please, just like, Mom is just, um, we're begging you. Like, like, yalla, yalla. So it begins with us like this. Last thing we spoke about in the Shir was the transformation, actually taking darkness and transforming the darkness itself to light. That was the last Shir which I felt was so important because what we did was we took the first, I don't know how many psukim, what was it? Five or four or five psukim. The first four or five psukim of the Torah and we completely uh, just look, looked at it completely new. That one? We looked at it completely new, new light. Ginsburg just basically said to us, listen, notice a few words here and notice the order of the words and now you get a little bit of a directive of what you're supposed to be doing in this world. And this bichlal, a much bigger topic, we'll be discussing at another time, havdala, hachna, hamtaka, which we spoke about before. But to be able to mavdil, to be able to separate light and darkness, call out what things are, it's one shlav, but then transforming the darkness into light, I know it's a beautiful thing we speak about, it's like all nice you know, terms and terminology, but be'emes, it's like something, achil so he says, we find this, this order of transforming, actually taking darkness and transforming it into light by the prophet Micha. Micha, Al tismechi 
Don't don't get too happy. Don't get too happy, all your enemies, all my enemies. Don't don't start don't start doing fabrengins, you sick monsters. Don't start getting so happy. Altis yaftili kinafalti. Yeah, Simchas Torah, fourteen hundred Yidin Shachtet. Yes, kinafalti kamti. I got up. And I sit in darkness. Hashem, early. God, you're a light to me. This Pasuk alone, right? You could, you don't even need a shear now. Honestly, this Pasuk alone, that there was a prophet that spoke like this. You have to understand, if we feel like we're the door of Geula and we're, we're living in times of prophecy, this Pasuk alone from Micha really is enough to go and run into a forest and, start, and actually start crying. And actually start crying. Start inhaling these words. When you learn a prophecy, it has everything to do with exactly where you are and exactly what's going on at any given time and space in your life. Always. It's not just the Alter Rebbe's Chiddush where he says a person has to live with the times. What are the times referring to? The Parsha. The Baal Shem Tov takes that, you know, it says the same thing, but he's saying it, it's Shaykh all the time, no matter where you're at. And how much is this Pasuk Shaykh to what we're going through today? And therefore, one must always do whatever they can to try to understand Torah in the context, remember that beautiful word? In the context of where we're at and as if they're happening to us right now. Now, this week is very easy to do this. Right? Shir Asayam. Egyptians on our tail. We're drowning. And then we're looking for a Nachshan. Like, it's very, very easy to do a parsha. Like, if it was parsha's tetzava, we'd have to work a little bit more with our minds. If it was parsha's tetzava, you know, mitzayra, I don't know. You could always do this, obviously, but sometimes the parshas are just basically saying, you know, it's a this is right here, right in front of you. are getting buried, we're coming out. The whole, every imagery, every piece of the imagery, everything about it. And just give me a zgula. I told you once the Alkut and the, 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 the Ma'amloes says, a very, very, it's a very important title for right now, unfortunately, hundreds of parents. It says that when the Jewish boys were being thrown into the water when they were born, that the, the Alka, the Midrash says, is that Malachim, angels were learning with them, all the, that whole, somehow they were learning with them for years, and they rejoined <coughs> Am Yisrael as Am Yisrael was crossing, crossing the Am. There was a ichud mishpachot. There was a unification of parents with, with children that they were taking from them. Mm-hmm. At birth, the Alkut says they, were, they, were, they joined them again as they crossed the Amsuf. So, Bichlal Pashas Bishalach, you know, this is like, this is it. And you know what's interesting is like, we're still waiting for the Shira. And it's like, I, I tell you, many, I'm in paying very close attention to this, many artists have put out so much music in the last period of time that's going nowhere. Nowhere. Because we're looking for a real Shir Chadash that has to come from Imke, 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 Anishama. The deepest, deepest depths that has to, it, it has to come from, like, Mamish tasting the abyss of evil. 
the abyss of darkness. And from there, uh, people are trying, everyone's trying. But there's nothing yet that is mamish tofes, tofes, and, and kulam ahuvim. And actually, a lot of this music is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. However, the call of the nation right now it needs more than just, you know, a gorgeous nigun. It needs a Mashiach. It needs a Mashiach nigun. Az Yashem Maisha. It needs something else. Be'orze, with this light, Efshar Lishmoa Bedivran Nevuyahit Yechasut Lekum Medinat Yisrael Achar HaShoah. So he's saying, very interesting. Based on the Pasuk from Micha, we can understand how the prophecy is referring to the, the, the existence of Am Yisrael before the Shoah. שהייתה הנפילה והאסון הגדולים ביותר שעברו אי פעם על העם היהודי, the Holocaust, imagine if we learned this three and a half months ago, right? Imagine if we learned what he just said three and a half months ago, that the Holocaust was the worst thing that's happened to Am Yisrael ever. Now, of course, that's still true, but to us, we don't need to go to Yad Vashem, you gotta go just go down to Be'eri, or like we went the other day to Kfar Aza. You don't need a Yad Vashem right now. And that's sick. And this is how we're going to understand the first part of the prophecy. Now I want to say something which will give a little bit of an explanation to Chabad's specific approach to Zionism. We always say that we, we always think Chabad are probably such big Zionists because, you know, who, they're such Eretz Yisrael, everything, you know. But as an ideology, you have to understand that Rebbe Rashab, the Friedrich Rebbe, were very, very, very anti-Zionists in the concept of what Zionism, unfortunately, was. Whizzing. Whizzing. Right, whizzing. However, you know President Shazar, right? You know Zalman Shazar, right? I have a great book in my house. I think I showed it to you once, David Aron. No? It's a, it's a huge book about the relationship that President Shazar had with the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe. And, the book, and he was the president of Israel, and the, pre, and the book is called Nasi V'Chassid. But it's a, it's, a, it's a play, because mm-hmm. Nasi, who's the Nasi? The Rebbe. The Rebbe. Rebbe. Who's the Chassid? Shazar. The Nasi is the pres, is, is the, the Nasi is the Rebbe, and Shazar was... You know, his last name was Shnei Zalm, Shazar, right? I forgot the, la- the, the ra- what the race was. Shnei, I forget the last name. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was from Chabad family. He used to go to Kfar Chabad every year to Kisler for the Fabrengans. And the Friedrich Rebbe was, was very much against, 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 against. However, once, the, when the UN vote was about to take place, the, then something switched. Not that he became... <laughs> waving a Bnei Akiva flag, but, but we understood that something's shifted in the world and we must support the Jewish state. We must, we must support it. Not support yet what it stands for, but support it as an entity for Am Yisrael, for Yidin. I just saw a whole, I could send it out, I just, I just learned the whole thing about this. Now, that's the beginning. Kinafalti, Auschwitz, Maidanik, Yidin being burnt to death, shechted, whatever you, we don't have to go into it right now. Kinafalti Kamti, 1948. That's the beginning. This is Rav Ginsburg talking. Not Rav Jukman, you understand? It's important to point this out. This is not Rabbi Riskin saying these words. It's Rav Yitzchak Ginsburg saying these words. But then this is where it gets 
This is what Rav Drukman probably would have never said, but this is where it gets, this is our, our, our heart over here. Achelik haba of the Nevoah is Ki'eshev b'choyshech. Now I'm going to sit and dwell in darkness. What does that mean? Because that comes after Kamti. There's a Kamti. I, Kamti. I got up. 1948. But then the Pesach continues. That even though a Jewish state has been founded and it's been, it's been established, we're still, and it's a gift from Hashem, we're still sitting in such spiritual darkness. Admitting this, recognizing this fact, which has been so hard. It's been so hard for people that grew up with, with the Zionism that's basically Ki'ilu, that's Mashiach, right? And it's all good, it's all set and all done. But getting up and recognizing this and realizing that we're in our country, we're in our land, but there's a, there's a spiritual darkness that's hovering over the place, all over the place. Ha'ishtadlut la'asot kol asher b'yicholteinu and the attempt, the all giving all the kochos to transform all this darkness into light, hen ha'etgar shel doreinu. That is the etgar. The, uh, how do you say etgar? Challenge. That's the challenge of this generation. Meaning to say, the challenge of the generation is not dismissing the whole thing. That's what we said the first year. It'd be too easy. It'd be too easy and it would make so much sense too. Yala mow the lawn, this was a nice attempt, happened many times before, that there was some kind of attempt to start something, Gamaynu, he says, no. Ha'edgar shel doreinu, the challenge, that which our door, door that wants to, is, a, is willing to admit that we have to wake up, and now, obviously, we're in a much bigger situation of where, where there's more people, a number-wise, <coughs> kind of like what the Rav was speaking about last year, critical mass, buzz, that understand that you can't think that we were living in a spiritual, healthy environment for all these years that are willing to understand and recognize. There's spiritual darkness. And I know all your minds are going to people that... What? You're all, tell me a city that you're all thinking about. Thank you. He's, like, he's willing to admit it. But what did Eli say? B'nai Brak. And I'm going with him. It's both, but, but it's easier to say what, 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 what you, Of course it is. I'm going to say one more, one other place also. I'm going to say another place. Yes. Because I'm willing to admit, because, it's, because it doesn't say anything. You have to understand, willing to admit that there's choshech ruchani somewhere, that there's spiritual darkness somewhere, doesn't mean everyone's rishayim. It doesn't mean everyone's a bad person. It just means that there's been a self-induced coma throughout the country for about <coughs> 75 years. If sure, but I, I have to start where I am. Is it self-induced or is it just a control? At a certain point, it's self-induced. At a certain point, it's self-induced. But the point, I'm, the point, I'm just obviously harping on what he's saying. We have to understand having a hakara, having a recognition that you're, you're in spiritual darkness and which then leads you to do what, to start the blame game means you're darker than your own Image of what darkness delusional is. enlightenment that you think you're in. You see, if your first approach 
to recognizing you're in spiritual darkness is to say, I know, look what they've been feeding them. Mm-hmm. You boy, Givata, you dark. <laughs> Givata, you dark. You know what the Baal Shem Tov is, is, is basically, you know, it's another word the Baal Shem Tov tells the momentary, the person that wakes up has a moment of illumination, of illumination of his heart. He has one word. He says, Achrayas. Responsibility. That's great. You can. It's amazing that you could point out. Like we always give the famous mashal of a guy that's looking for a shidduch, and he goes out on all these dates, just in order to say she has that problem with her, and she's not good. Her nose is that. No money there. She's crazy. She's from. She's not. All these things. So mazatov. So what ends up happening? So you end up being just being at home alone. But if the avoda is, wait a second. What am I searching for? And looking for what I'm searching for. Instead of what am I searching to disqualify, impossible, you're going nowhere. You're going nowhere. That illusion is so thick. It's mamish, mamish thick. And I want you to know, I hope you realize I'm mamish talking to myself every word that I'm saying here right now. Very much. And I'm davening over this as we're learning this. And it's a deep, deep avayda to do. The edgar of the door is not just to recognize darkness in other people. It's to see how fast am I, Ki'ilu, so easy to say, Ah, oh, Amish, it's so dark there. Bnei Brak, Yerushalayim, Efrat, Tel Aviv. It never did anything to anybody. You know, the famous thing of the Baal Shem Tov Hashem Tzilcha, if I see darkness somewhere, right? If I didn't, if it had nothing to do with me, I wouldn't be exposed to it. Simple, simple Baal Shem Tov if I If I saw something off, if, and I had no shaykhs to it, God's that shy, God wants me to be a yenta. Like, Hashem's Indian is like, I want you to be a yenta. Know what's going on by them. That's your Indian. That's why I created you. Those are the dreams I had about you when I thought of creating you. To be the most heiliga yenta you could be. Come on. No. Kedai, <laughs> like Reb Shlomo would basically see, Reb Shlomo said it in one line. If you walk down the street and you see someone that's mamish ugly, Kivalt, are you ugly? That's how he said it. Mm-hmm. That's how he said it. That, that, that's his line. Mamish is line. Kedei, so we're here to say we want to transform the darkness into light. Kedei lahafoch et achoshech leor aleinu liyot mudaim lehimatzut Hashem bechol matzav. In order to do this avayda of transforming the darkness into light, we must be mudaim. What's muda'ut? Awareness. awareness. We have to have awareness and consciousness of the fact that Hashem Yisbarach is in every single situation. And to actually have a desire to serve Hashem from within that mitzvah, from within that reality, from within the situation that I see in front of me. As Hashem. Then it's Hashem's light that becomes to be revealed to us. You know what you start noticing when that happens? In every single detail, in every single person, in every single scenario. There's no such thing as a place that's called void of elokus. It's godliness everywhere. When you approach it with this type of, with this type of vision. It's interesting because it... it, it... He's making a very important deal in my eyes. He says to do it from a place of emet and ahava. The easiest thing to do is to go to a place of yira, of a fear or just to awe. 
From this type of awareness, from this type of consciousness, you know what we find? New resources, which is what we need. New resources, the development of new resources, the places from which I'm getting my koach, right? It has, has to be new places that didn't exist before. המאפשרים לנו לעסוק בעבודת הקודש של הגשמת רצון השם בבריאתו, לעשות לו יתברך דירה בתחתונים, להפוך את העולם למקום הראוי להתגלות אור השם. What he basically was saying here is פרק דלת in the Tanya. Basically what he just said over here, but he's saying it in his own lashon, of course. He's saying this type of consciousness provides for us new resources we didn't know existed. Let's face it, okay? The spiritual resources we have today within the Am that are already existing and that are revealed are shayach to a previous generation. It did its job for 75 years. Or chadash, olam chadash, am chadash. It has to be no. Something, something's got to give. But if I'm still in my mind thinking, no, I just didn't make use enough yet of all the resources that I have until now, your mamish at the tochen maim. How do you say that? You're, uh, what's that? Grinding. You're grinding water. The tochen maim. You're not. It ain't. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Where does it start? You see? 100%. No, it's very good what you're saying, but Rav Ginsburg is saying to us, I know everyone has this, like the first two prokim, you thought he was going to give out a whole map, a whole political outline of like, listen, the guns are there, the enemy's there, change a few uh, slogans, and boom, you're good to go, right? Now, obviously, because that's the drisha. That's obviously something very strong that we want from within. I mean, that, that's also like the immediate, you know, that's not the neshama's calling, it's the body's calling. However, what Rav Ginsburg is going to show us through this sefer is that if I start operating from a place of neshama with the context, constant reminder that this is lemana klal, he's not making any promises, but yeshli sikui lihinatzel aniyodea, like Eviatar Banai sings. I have, a, I have a chance, I have a sikui, I have a sikui, but I got to operate with developing a new consciousness, a new state of awareness, I have to relate to pain differently. Now listen, 75 years, how did we relate to pain? We've spoken about this so many times. Suppressing it. Suppression? Why? There was, there was, a, there was a reason for it. Survival. Luxury. Hope. There's no other way. Had I gotten swept up in it, without any hadracha, without any guidance in terms of how this operates within my neshama, what is this doing for me? Nachon, I would have, it would have been, it would have been the, the end, right? That whole military mindset that even in, like the, the, the tznuot noar here, have even the, even the tznuot noar have a military mindset. You know, I used to go to Bnei Akiva when I was younger, and I used to have to do a, a modom. I'm like, I'm, I'm nine, nine years old, Kita Dalid, from, I come from... Uh, uh, Right? I'm coming from Los Angeles, 
And um, finally, I'm like, okay, let's go have fun Shabbos afternoon. I go to Bnei Akiva, and then I have these kids that are only two years older than me screaming at me if I'm not standing. Amod Dom! Amod Noach! Which are all the military, uh, you know, that's, you see this when you go to funerals today when the soldiers that are bearing their, their comrades, like, it's, it's, it's even in there because it had to be because there was survival mode. There was survival mode. Of course, we're still in a very deep sense in a survival mode. However, at a certain point, if it's just survival mode, the thing's going to crumble. If it's not neshama mode, it can't last like this. It's got to be neshama mode, even in and especially in children. Has to be. What it also needs to do is that many people that have been growing up orthodox their whole life and religious have to be willing to say, maybe, maybe, huh? I've been doing it wrong. Maybe I just haven't been doing it right yet. I'm changing the Lashon. Echanta, <laughs> <laughs> you prepared yeah, but it's a big difference, because if it's not right yet, it doesn't mean that you've been doing it wrong. You just, you're doing it right for where you were. For where you were, exactly. And that's, and that's an important thing. Like, again, it's easy to listen to these shirim and be like, wow, this is the Zionist dissing shirim. It's not, that's not, I don't, I have no Indian for that. It's about achshav, now, only about now. Because there's no one that's representing Am Yisrael that's talking to any of our souls right now. You realize that. There's no one. En af echad. There's no one that's sitting anywhere on top that when he's speaking, some of us would be like, oh man, okay, at least, you know, at least he gets me. You know, no one. So I have to become a Rebbe. I have to become a Chassid and a Rebbe together. I have to do the whole thing. Anasi and a, 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 a Chassid. <laughs> Very good. I have to become, I have to have this, this shtickle Nesiyas in me and a Groysa Chassidus in me and a lot inside of me. Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. So I'm going to get chizik to this because Ezra Tab, who was a survivor from the Holocaust and a family, he had a gilly he got from Balachuba for being a man in Balachuba. In America, and he said that the Gilly was that in the end of days, we're all going to have to become a Rebbe. We're all going to have to be like Amadim. It's, it's all a Yochid Vidoro. That's, that's, we're all going to have to do that Avoda. And he would go around saying it and say, What had a Gilly Elio? He was like a Hungarian you know, rabbi. Like, right. How could he talk this way? And he yeah. wrote books about it. And it's, I see it, I feel it. I, I just yesterday, there's a couple in my office. And the outcome to me was very clear midway through. It's like, I said to the Rebetzin, like, you, you, you hear Ritzonos are so, so profound. I said, okay, listen, the way it's going to work here is if you become a Rebbe. It's not going to, it won't work any other way. Like, what you want to happen, it just won't work any other way. But a Rebbe, this is important. Because right, whenever we think Rebbe, that means someone that has people under him. No. The Gemara in Erchen says, Who's a melech? Who's considered a melech? Misha melech al atzma A king can only be someone who's first a king over themselves. So when we say Rebbe, we say leader, I just want to make it clear. It means that the concepts we're going to be learning first become crystal clear to me. That I actually have a personal and intimate relationship with the five facets of my soul. Now, for most of us, that's not a language that anyone taught us. 
Yeah, you go into the Sfarim a little bit, you start seeing letters, Nun, Resh, Nun, and then you see uh, Nun and Yud, and you're like, I'll skip over that, I'll, continue, you know, I'll, I'll get to that at a different, different point. But we all know the five, five departments of the soul, and being in touch with them is the way, the platform upon which Rav Ginsburg will say to us, listen, you want to bring here Malchus? You want this place to look like a covered Shem Shemaim? You want it to be the dream of all dreams? You want to take that dream called 2,000 years of exile and come here? It, it, it's got to be that you understand how you relate to it and how your poel mitoch yur neshama, from your soul. Tangent moment. As if we haven't had tangents yet today, but listen. I'm sorry if I'm, if, if I'm making anyone feel a bit uncomfortable, but it's, I, I actually don't care. This is, this is a... We're all uncomfortable, so this is it. You all know that if you... No, he's already... You're not Polish. You're already saying I'm sorry? I said sorry, not sorry. Oh, sorry, not... Of course, Afghan. So listen. A few days ago, as many of you know, we went down to the south on another trip. It was about... It was a big trip. It was the biggest one we did, and it was, it was a lot. And we had four or five different stops. I don't remember exactly. The first stop was at approximately a quarter to 12. The second stop was approximately 1. The third stop was approximately 2.30. And then the last one was about a quarter to 5. Okay? Do you know what the... And, and we're in the places of hell. We're on grounds where Jews took their last breath, where our sisters were raped. Do you know what the most common question I got asked throughout the day was? What time will we be back? Worse. Okay. Right. I don't even want What are we singing? Are we dancing? No. When are we davening Mincha? Why is that so bad? Ah, here we go. Yeah. It, you, you, it's, he's asking an obvious question that many of you are just too embarrassed to ask, but that's exactly the Nakuda. First of all, you're on a trip with a rabbi. You think there's not going to be mincha? Like, that's Aleph. It's like, it's like, like, it's the food kosher. Like, it's, it's like beyond me. You're walking through Shari Gehenom. You're walking through Shari Gehenom. And the question is, when are we davening mincha? I could go on now for three hours. I promise you I could. I promise you I could. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna speak about it in a way that doesn't leave you so so dumb so like mitpalin. Well, I'm like uh, I wish that's where it was coming from. <laughs> if it was coming from that it'd be a different story. If the questions was when are we gonna say Atachinal Adam Das when are we going to save the the Cholay Vecha Meher Yikaresu? Then Mela. When are we going to be a sorry? It's coming from the vessel, not from the light. It's coming from the vessel, not from the light. It's coming from the vessel, not from the light. We're so still stuck in this concept called being Yotze Yedei Chovas Aguf, that our neshamas and the blood of our brothers and sisters are screaming. Don't you want to be Yotze Yedei Chovas Aneshama? What does it mean to be Yotze Yedei Chovas HaNeshama? It means 
allowing yourself to actually feel. Allowing yourself to feel. The, we could continue to learn, you know, Ruf Ginsburg is so uh, methodological, it's like unbelievable, you know. It's all partsufim, it's all maps, and you'll start seeing all these things that the brain will start to, you know, recognize, and, and, and start, you'll start, you'll see a lot of these concepts, brings me back to my algebra with my daughter last night. Once you get the certain words in, and all these, like, key phrases, it, it does start to add up, right? It starts to add up, but the, the, the army also has you know, a lot of phrases. It starts to add up, and adds up, and it makes sense. It, the cheshbonos start making sense. Lahavdil, let's let in eighteen thousand uh, Yishmaelim to come in every day to work by Yidim while they're preparing the the pogrom. A lot of things add up. We don't care about things adding up. We care about about finally functioning from trust the vessel, trust the fact there'll be a mincha. You get it? Trust that the food is kosher. Trust there'll be food. Trust that all the things that you already have working for you will still be there. Don't worry. But maybe be open to the Indian that what we're experiencing right now, as you know, was never been before. And that the Khurban is darker than you even understand. And allow yourself to taste the possible or mitoch. And this is what I wanted to say. Transforming darkness into light is a prerequisite. You know what that is? You have to understand the darkness. And of course you have to understand what light is. Light, not so worried about. Hashem, the Baal Shem Tov set it up for us. Light is not the problem. It's, the, it's understanding what the kaling for today's light is supposed to look like. It is all oros betol, the kelim betikon. We don't understand. We still have not yet gotten to a place that we can trust that the kli is set up. It's there. We have the ability to be from for the rest of our lives and feel good on the checklist Yiddishkeit, the last one. That's There's no such thing as checklist neshama. That's the problem. But at least you have to start to get in touch with your neshama and the five different departments of the Neshama. So from here on, what Rav Ginsburg is starting to do to us, and, and Jeremy, what's very cool, as I'm sure you've seen, you've, you've seen ahead already, is that when he starts to explain what Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama, Chaya, and Yechida are, the five departments of the soul, he does that and always says, okay, this is what it is, and now this is what it looks like when you're in touch with that part of your soul, how you transform darkness into light that you see in front of you in the moment. And it's a beautiful map. It's a beautiful, beautiful like journey that he takes us on that doesn't leave anyone with a heter, with a ptar, with an exemption of saying, nah, it's not, whatever, I'm, I'm not a Kabbalist. I don't, it's not about being a Kabbalist. It's just about getting in touch with yourself, about allowing yourself to feel. But if we keep on going to these places, and the, I'm telling you, that question was asked more than any other question. No one came up to me and said to me, Shlomo, how could I talk to Hashem right now after this? No one said that. Mincha. Mincha. It's, it's, it's making such a mockery out of Yitzchak Avinu. The, the Baal Mincha. Is it about Hash, that Hashem didn't do this? Is it about Hashem and how he taught Hashem? I, I don't understand. Present, like, are you suggesting the response of how can we talk to Hashem? It's not that, that 
Hashem didn't send them. I can't relate to someone that's walking on the Nova grounds that asks, is asking about Mincha, is not talking to me about how could I ever talk to Hashem again. I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't have any dibur with that. I, honestly, I, I, don't, I, I can't connect. I can't connect. I, 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 it's, too, it's like Chinese to me. Bring me a brother that doesn't even know what Mincha is, right? And that can cry with me in that place. That's my Chevrusa. I can't connect to that. I, I, I can't, I, I'm not there. I'm just not there. Now, maybe there's a part of you that's saying, is he saying we should forget about Mincha? Is he starting a whole... It's like, Hashem, Hashem Yerachem. Hashem, are you starting a new movement? <laughs> are you starting something new? Hashem Yerachem, it's all. It's, it's, just, it's not something new. It's something very, very old. It's something that Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov were aligned with. It's something that all the tzaddikim lived through, lived with, breathed with. And if we want to have a chance of showing a whole new generation that there is a possibility to transform all the spiritual darkness into light that's in this country, we must understand what it means to recognize darkness. And recognizing darkness hurts. But it's so worthwhile. But gewalt does it hurt. Beyond painful. Beyond, beyond painful but beyond worthwhile, because if that's the only way I could transform darkness into light, and what I really want to do here is to like the Rebbe said, to flip over and change over the whole world, I can't continue. Let the army, first of all, be blessed with a hovena fochu on the top command. As we all heard when we were in Kfar Aza, that the heads of the army already told the heads of the kibbutzim, just expect the rockets to continue even after we finish our job. That's what he told us. That's choshech, shebechoshech, shebechoshech. I, I have no shlita on that. You, know, I, I, you and I have no, we don't have any control over that. What we have a control of is starts with ourself, opening up our hearts to what is really going on, and then start creating the buzz, the critical mass of saying, we know that nothing can be like it was. We have a munas tzaddikim. We have, we have an opportunity together to ask each other, how do you talk to God right now? I don't feel like talking to God right now and not feeling, not from. Do you understand? Mashu chadash. Mashavim, yeah, very good. New resources. <coughs> it's all about new resources. Listen, Yitzhak Avinu from all the others was the only one, I was speaking about this someone yesterday, Yitzchak Avinu was the only one of the others that never left Eretz Yisrael. He's a total, he's born in Eretz Yisrael, never left Eretz Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu is the exact opposite. Moshe Rabbeinu was born in Galus, never comes into Eretz Yisrael. Yitzchak Avinu is the one right now, what, what was his avoda in the world? Did he dig wells? Did Yitzchak Avinu dig wells? He re-dug wells. The Rebbe once said, the avoda of today is not digging new wells. It's re-digging wells. Why? Sitmum plishtim. It's amazing. Sit, why did he have to re-dig wells? Because plishtim, sitmum, they clogged it. This made-up word that you know I don't allow to say in the shul, and I'm, I'm actually very thankful that most of you have been listening to that psak. The word P-A-L-E-S-T-I-N, it's not a word, it's not a word where we say, it's a word that Jewish blood became cheap through, so we don't say that word here. But it's the same concept of that they clogged wells of Mesir's Nefesh, of Yidin that came here with a very pure dream 
of having home for Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. They clogged it. Oh boy, did they clog it. The Pshitzvah says, Sitmun comes from the Lashon Stam. They took all the Be'eras, they took all the wells we, we dug in our Neshamas for years, and they said, it's Stam, it's not worth anything. Sitmun Plishtim. And now our Avaida is to re-dig, reopen wells. So you want to reopen all over the... It has to start from here. We have to get in tune with, with what it means nef- to, to be poyal from Nefesh Ruch, Neshama Chaya, and Yechida, which we're going to start Be'ez Hashem to learn inside from Monday to see how that actually pans out. But as long as, like, you know, as long as I realize one, one thing, I want it to be clear what I told you before about Mincha. Like, let's, let's, let's mature for a second. If anyone heard from what I said, that I was angry that we dive in Mincha, you, you completely missed the no, point. I hope so. Yeah. It's very, brother... It's very easy today. In today's day and age, I could say good morning and the person could AI it and say, why did you curse me out? It's very easy today. It's very easy today. I want you to understand what that point of that story was. When we're traveling the gates on Mavis, when we're standing on the grounds of the Nova Festival, don't ask me when we're davening Mincha. Don't, don't talk to me. Don't talk to anybody. Go to the, the, the go to the forest. Go run and run to the trees and start crying. But we still we're still on the we're, we're on the we're on our way. We have to go that direction. We're on our way. Adain lo means we're on our way. Okay, okay. Yala. I can't imagine.